Hey, all you beautiful movie-loving people out there, live from a red carpet somewhere, surrounded by celebrities, this is the Movies America Podcast with Van Ebert, where movie reviews meet cold brews. Van will review your favorite, and maybe not so favorite movies, while enjoying some ice-cold beers and saying cheers. Now let's head into the theater and join our illustrious movie reviewer du jour, who's no doubt got the beer ready to pour, Van Ebert! hey Hey everybody, welcome to Movies America Podcast. Come on in, sit down in your favorite beanbag chair, your favorite lazy boy, relax your mind, chill yourself. You know, today... I tell you, there's just, you know, some movies where it's just a mind-blowing experience, a life-changing experience, a movie that reminds you why motion capture was first invented. The reason that we should all be happy that we have directors and cameras and lighting and just makes life worth living, just thinking about this movie. Okay. I can't even convince myself. (laughs) All right, here's just the trailer for Eternals. Do you use catheters? Are you using the catheter that's really best for you? Oh, yeah. For years, I've been using one kind of catheter, and I never... I'm sorry about that, folks. Sorry about that, folks. Man, do I have egg on my face. Honest mistake, honest mistake. Okay, so, okay, okay, that that wasn't it. Okay, here's the trailer. For years, we have watched and seen them accomplish wonders. But we have never interfered until now. Once in a lifetime. A decision has to be made. Do I fold my socks first or my t-shirts? The ultimate destiny of my laundry will be decided now. (laughs) Can you get uh, any more overly dramatic with the narration on that? I tell you, the trailers nowadays they sound a whole lot alike. And after you watch this movie Eternals, and if you were to go back and watch that trailer and listen to the narration, it's going to just crack you up. It is just going to hit you. It's going to hit you right in a funny bone. Okay, so so, but. All right, well, you know, let's let's get right into it, okay? With that, we are talking today about Marvel's latest sacrificial line. I mean, uh, cinematic uh, release uh, called Eternals. And before we get into the full meat of the review here, let me just remind you here that this podcast, Movies America, is on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, it's on Spotify, and also it's on MoviesAmerica.com. MoviesAmerica.com, you'll find that there are some 
reviews on there that aren't on the podcast options there. So you get some bonus podcast bonus, right? Right? Yes. Yes. You listen to those podcasts. It's like when you go into that bear claw machine, you know, at Chuck E. Cheese and you, you, you actually grab a prize, right? Extra, extra podcast episodes to listen to. But on Apple Podcasts, you know, I and I it might be on Google Podcasts too, but I know on Apple Podcasts you can give a five star rating or any rating, uh, you know. But I hope you give a five star rating if you uh, would like to do that if you're so inclined. And also you can uh, put a review on there as well uh, to let me know how you like or un or dislike the episode. It doesn't have to be the Gettysburg Address or the Old Testament, you know. As far as the length of the review, you know, just want to put in there, yo, I like your episode. That's cool right there, okay? Also, I'm, uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram under Movies America. If you want to share anything with me there, if you want to you know, throw me like a movie that you really liked or you know, tell me a cinematic cautionary tale of a movie that I should absolutely stay away from, like The Plague, chances are I probably haven't learned my lesson and I've already fallen on that cinematic grenade and watched it and hated it. So, too. But you never know. You never know. So... And also, if you listen to any other episodes, you know, you know that I like to quench that deep down body thirst with a brew, a beer brew every episode, okay? I mean, because, you know, yeah, I'm not running a marathon, you know, doing these reviews, you know, doing the Movies America podcast. I mean, it's not, I'm not running 26.2 miles, but this is still, still back-breaking work here, I tell you. I'm really working up a sweat, and I have got to keep hydrated. And so in order to do that, and also to provide you with invaluable beer review information, I am going to drink a beer here again on this episode right there, you know. So, and today, today's Lucky Brew, the brew that's going to get the rose, the final rose, is Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. That's right, Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. It is actually one of my favorite brews. And it's out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. And I tell you, this brew is so good. It's got a score of 95 on beeradvocate.com. That means it's world-class, ladies and gentlemen. Take a bow, take a bow. Let's uh, clap right over here. Yeah, for the world-class beer, Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. Check it out. I mean, it's not like this obscure underground beer that, you know, you have to fly to a glacier, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the Arctic, you know, to get, and it's only there or some, you know, speakeasy bar, you know, in the, you know, deepy, you know, in the deep seedy side of San Francisco to get it. No, it's, you can get it on tap or, you know, in cans, uh, you know, in various places. Uh, so yeah, check it out right there. That, and it is, it is very tasty. And that is what I will be imbibing myself with uh, tonight, okay? And so, let's get into Eternals. So, Eternals, like I was saying, it's you know Marvel's latest movie to come out. And just a quick synopsis of it, Eternals is, is about these characters. The main characters of the movie are literally called Eternals, hence the title. And they have been sent to Earth to defend humans from these creatures that uh, are sent here to kill humans. 
and you find out in the movie that there's something happening where you have to have a, a certain amount of human life, a certain amount of intelligent life, and that means that you have to have a, the, you know, the, a, a certain amount of humans in order for this event to happen. And so these creatures called deviants get sent to Earth to kill humans to keep this from happening, but the Eternals are sent to Earth to kill these deviants to save humans in order for to prep for this event here. And the Eternals, as they've been here on Earth, they are used to to uh, move forward human progress, like inventions, and to you know help them out in life and influence philosophy and these kind of things. But you also learn that these characters are human. These aren't perfect creatures. They have human attributes. They fall in love. They have fear. They have regret, envy, all the emotions. But their main function, their job number one, is to fight these deviants, these creatures that are sent to Earth to kill humans. Well, you'll see in the movie there that how that goes. And so the Eternals, they are uh, played by some actors like uh, Gemma Chan. Uh, she's a, she's an up-and-coming actress here, so I, I've heard uh, good things uh, about her. This movie, it's got a lot of Game of Thrones you know, references or, or, or connections uh, in it. I mean, we've got, we've got Kit Harington, who played you know, Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. You've got Richard Madden, uh, who played Rob Stark. In this in this movie, you know, I mean, it's uh, you've got a character named Cersei in this movie. If you've ever seen Game of Thrones, you know of the character Cersei. You definitely know about her. She's a major player in that in that TV series. So a lot of Game of Thrones. So you got yeah, like I was saying, you have Richard Mann, you got Kit Harington. Uh, you've also got some 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 box office stars, is what I would call them. You know, you've got Salma Hayek. You've got Angelina Jolie. They play a couple of the Eternals, and I have to say they are just wasted in this movie, particularly Jolie. Now, Angelina Jolie is not a bit player. I mean, she she's a ten megawatt action star, or at least she was, you know, with the Laura Croft movies, uh, a underappreciated movie from back in two thousand eight called Wanted with her and James McAvoy and Morgan Freeman. That was a great movie. She's she was kick-ass in that movie there. She was an action star in that movie. Salt, a uh, movie that came out, what, 10, 11 years ago that I, I was really hoping that there would be a sequel for. She kind of like reminded me kind of a a female James Bond, but in, a, in an American James Bond, you know? I mean, they're all talking about, you know, having a, a female James Bond now, you know? But they had it 11 years ago with Angelina Jolie in Salt. She was a badass in that movie, you know? She she was hanging up there with the boys. She was an action star. Now, sadly, she's she's like just a bit player in this movie, and it's kind of sad to see here. I mean, it, it's almost like she's an extra, you know, on a Geico commercial or something. Well, okay, maybe not that bad, but at least for me, I mean, maybe someone who really appreciates movie, maybe it's only gonna seem that way to somebody who is into movies, but for me, seeing her in just kind of this bit part, it it just it just it was weird. It was just weird to me. But she's in the movie as a character named Athena. She's one of the Eternals. And 
the the movie is just oh my god let me just put this out here real quick here this is a disclaimer and this disclaimer is sorely needed because if you've heard anything about eternals one of the things you may have heard is that if you even whisper if you even hint Anything approaching what might some might call a negative review, a a criticism, even slightly negative of this movie, you will have awakened the woke dragon. The mob will come after you and they will just come after you and say that your criticism is completely off screen. You secretly thought the movie was the pinnacle of cinematic achievement, but because of off-screen stuff, of off-screen issues, you're criticizing the movie. Let's clear this up right now, okay? Put your ear up to the speaker, and let me tell you this. All my criticisms are all about things on screen, okay? Nothing off-screen. Now... With that being said, my biggest problem with this movie is all the characters are just so wooden. They're just so dull, okay? I've watched life insurance commercials that have more life to them than these than these characters. It's almost like the writers and the director, Chloe Zhao, just thought, let's put a bunch of pretty people up on screen. And we're going to put in some CGI like we've seen in the other 311 Marvel movies already. So it's, 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 I'm sure it's still fresh and new to, to, <laughs> to movie audiences. And, you know, we're going to make it like two and a half hours long to give you that, that misleading feeling that this is some kind of epic, you know. I mean, Lawrence of Arabia, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Gone with the wind and Eternals, you know, it's just not enough. It's just not enough. I mean, Marvel at this point, they're in phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and they are dredging the Marvel, you know, IP for uh, comic book characters that barely anybody knows. And in that in and of itself may very, may very well be okay, okay? I mean, very few people knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were, right? And those two movies were incredible. I, I can't wait for the third movie from James Gunn with the Guardians of the Galaxy. It doesn't matter if people don't know who these characters are. Black Panther, great movie. A very little-known character. I mean, but now we've got... We've got characters where you really, really can't count on recognition and a built-in audience, right? You could count on a built-in audience for Iron Man and Captain America and the Avengers, right? Those are known commodities. Shang-Chi and Eternals, no. No, 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 no. You've got to bring your A-game to the screenwriting room, okay? You've got to make people care about these characters. Y- you can't do like what they did with with Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was 
and unfortunately with that movie, I mean, it could have just been a great, you know, movie where the where the hero, you know, happened to be a woman, right? You know, that's cool. I mean, I have no problem with that whatsoever. But they turn it into like this cause, right? This crusade, like, yeah, we've got this superhero that's a woman. Take that, misogynist men. You know, it, but they thought that they had to make Brie Larson's Captain Marvel character like so dull, so wooden, so stiff. I mean, I've got dryer sheets with more personality than Captain Marvel. And I've got extension cords with more personality than all the characters in Eternals. And these are good actors in this movie. Gemma Chan's a good actor. You've got Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, Richard Madden, Kit Harington. These these are good actors. And they just waste these actors. And even the premise of Eternals, they they could have made a very compelling story. It's you know, it's it's cool. Think about okay, hey, there's these you know, these these celestial beings called Eternals, and they're sent down um, you know, by well, by Celestia, these characters called Celestials. <laughs> Let's back it up. These superhuman super beings called Eternals sent down to Earth by Celestials. And and, and they and they and they and they live forever. You know, they're they're immortal. They they live throughout history. They're you know they're they show them in this movie back in you know Mesopotamia, uh, you know back you know in Babylon and in 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 Central America. You know in Mexico. You know when the Aztecs were still wandering around. I mean they're they're in history. You know and. They're interacting with the people and they're fighting these deviants, and you could have done something, you know, with that. That is rich. That is rich uh, property. That is that's that's fertile ground for a really great story. I mean, and this movie had like what three or four or five writers, you know, and just and maybe Marvel, maybe Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige at Marvel is just churn and burn, baby. I want to screen. I want a screenplay. You know. I want it in three weeks. I don't care how crappy it is. I want it now. You know, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, just, you know, I wish that we would have, we would stop this thing where you just have to have this blueprint or people have this this blue, this false blueprint in their head as far as, like, what they think a successful movie is going to be. Um, you know, you have to have, you know, pretty people in it. A bunch of CGI, and you can just forego the good storytelling and the great screenplay as long as you make this movie like a a statement movie for a political stance or uh, a woke movement or something like that. As long as it's that, you can you you can omit the good screenplay, the good storytelling, the compelling characters part of that because this is a woke movement event movie or this is a a political tinge movie, you know, that's supposed to be an event, supposed to be like a, you know, a hell yeah for our cause kind of movie. Like, no, 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 no. That doesn't work. You still need to have a compelling story, a compelling screenplay, interesting characters. Characters where you give a crap whether they live or die. I, you know, this movie, part of this movie, as with a lot of movies, involves the possible destruction of the earth. 
And to be honest with you, I was like, you know what, Earth, I don't care if you if you meet your demise. I humans, I don't care if you all die because this movie didn't make you care about that. You know, it's and probably the problem, you know, one thing that lends to that is we've got so many movies where the earth is destroyed, right? I mean, you know, thank you, Roland Emmerich, 2012, The Day After Tomorrow, and in his upcoming Moonfall movie. It's like, you know, all these movies about, you know, the earth is going to be destroyed. Like, we've, we're numb to that, you know? And so if you're going to have a movie that involves the earth being destroyed, since that's not exactly virgin territory anymore, you gotta make us care. Make us care about that, you know? And, you know, and because of that, I mean, just watching Eternals just seem literally like an eternity. It actually made me yearn for the sweet release the end credits would bring. And typically with a Marvel movie, I stay to, like, watch the the, you know, the post-credits scenes that they have. And I, I I have to be honest with you, I couldn't wait to get out of that theater. I, that movie theater seat was like a sleep number bed to me. I mean, and so I'd say that just a warning, like I, you know, this, I would not waste your money on this movie right here. I was, I was hoping this movie would be a good one. Um, but just, you know, I would, I, I think that, I would not be doing a public service if I were to recommend this movie, but you know, go back and instead, like, go watch watch a classic Marvel movie. You know, go watch Ant Man or Black Panther or, or Avengers or you know one of the Captain America movies. You know, Captain America Civil War, something like that. Uh, you know, I mean, and speaking of which, they, I mean, I think one thing that could have helped this movie is if they would have had like one or two characters from phase one or phase two of the, of the Marvel cinematic universe movies in it to just make it feel like it takes place in that same world of Captain America and Thor and guardians of the galaxy. I mean, you have nobody from those movies in this, in this movie right here. I mean, they make mention of Thanos and the finger snap and you know, I mean, but that's it. They just make mentions of it. I would, and when you're watching, after you come out of this movie, you're going to be thinking like, okay, this isn't really giving anything away, but the Eternals, they reveal that they've been commanded not to get involved with any catastrophes, any calamities, any destruction, any any of the big events that you've seen in all the Marvel movies up until now. You know, the attack on New York and Avengers, Thanos, Finger Snap, you know, um, Age of you know the the destruction of Sokovia and the, at the end of Age of Ultra or uh, yeah, yeah, Age of Ultron, they they you know none of that kind of stuff they can get involved in. They have to just kind of like sit back on the sidelines and not do anything about that. And it, when, when you walk out of the theater and you, you walk out of the theater or you know after you watch this movie and you think about it a little bit, you're thinking some of those events they should have gotten involved in. Because those events really threaten their goal that you learn of in this movie here. But it's just kind of lazy writing, you know, because none of these characters have been in the previous Marvel movies. So I'm sure the screeners are sitting around the table like, oh, God, man, are we in a pickle. None of these characters have been in any of the other Marvel movies. Man, we're going to really have to think of a, of a way 
you know, a believable way, uh, you know, a credible way of, of explaining, like, why we haven't seen any of these characters. Hey, I got it. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, we'll just say that they were told not to interfere in any of this stuff. Wow, bravo. You're a genius. And it just, I'm not buying it. They don't sell it at all. And, but if they would have had, you know, one or two characters from from the other movies right there to kind of give it more of a connection, that would have served this movie a whole lot better. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I've spent enough time on poor old Eternals, you know, bashing it over the head. <laughs> I just, I would just say, next time, Kevin Feige and Marvels, do better. Okay, just do better. I mean, respect your audience and, and put out, you know, better product out there than this. But, all right. Well, hey, you know what? Maybe the, my next review will be a little bit more chipper and cheery and, uh, and all that. But, you know what? We keep it real here at, at Movies America. But with that, hey, I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast here. Please recommend it to your friends. Ch- you know, Please give it a five-star review or five-star rating. Give it a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, feel free to, like I said, refer it to your friends. Send it out to the masses. Spread it to the world, okay? And with that, you guys have a great one. Make your life the best one. Okay, I sound like Tony Robbins there, so I'm just going to stop, okay? All right. All the best to you guys. Bye.